Welcome to College Prep Confidential, empowering your student with the elite tools they need to get accepted to their dream university. Discover test-taking blueprints from Ivy League professionals, financial aid secrets to get more money for school, and mindset tips for a better college future. Now, please welcome your host, Don Sevsik. Back in the saddle again. You know, I'm reading about parents of college students and students on their way to college getting overwhelmed for college prep. College prep can be grueling. I mean, making choices for college can leave you feeling more confused than a chameleon in a bag of Skittles. So this week, episode 26, we're going to eliminate the stress and we're talking about the 10 steps to use to choose the right college. Why, you may ask, are these 10 steps? Because they'll help you reduce the amount of stress when you choose a college. These 10 steps will speak to what your heart wants and what goals you have. These 10 steps not only look at the now, but they also look at the future. So if this resonates with you, then let's jump right into it. Number one of the 10 steps Start with fit. And by fit, I mean, who are you? What are you good at? What are you weak at? And think about this for a moment. College is a match to be made, not a prize to be won. Now, at first glance, does this college appeal to you? And when I say first glance, I mean, listen to your gut. Does your gut scream at you to run the other way? Or do you get those butterflies in your stomach when you first take a look at a college? Step two, don't procrastinate. Because you've got more financial aid, more competition, more chance to negotiate with the more days you have left. Translation, start early. Because when you wait until the last minute, you increase stress levels and you don't make decisions from a place of comfort and confidence. Plus, in the new world, the more offers you get up front, the more negotiation power you have. And I urge you to check out prior episodes I've recorded on having options and their power in negotiation. Number three, make three lists. I read an article the other day on a strategy called the Neapolitan strategy. Now, if you're not familiar, Neapolitan ice cream comes in a box with three flavors. There's a block of chocolate, a block of vanilla, and a block of strawberry. And in most households, the family usually attacks the chocolate first. And when they're done destroying the chocolate, they move on over to the vanilla. And finally, when they've eradicated the chocolate and the vanilla, they save the strawberry for last. You can adopt the same strategy of Neapolitan ice cream eating for your college choices. You see, make three lists, and your list can be called chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Now let's review those three lists. The chocolate list is the top choice colleges you want to go to, and you'll have some competition getting into, meaning other people want to go there bad. The vanilla list consists of colleges that you like that you could probably get into with some moderate effort. And finally, in the Neapolitan strategy, we've got our strawberry list. These are colleges you could get into without batting an eye. 
call these the safety or the fallback choices. These are gimme choices. You could get into these colleges with your eyes closed. Option number four out of 10, rank your priorities. For instance, academics, athletics, extracurriculars, career options, housing, culture, etc. Now here's what to do. Get a piece of paper or a spreadsheet. In the first column on the left, you write down all the colleges you're thinking about from top to bottom, and you're attending from the Neapolitan ice cream method. Then, for each successive column to the right, in the column title, write down your priorities. Priorities include academics, athletics, career, etc. Now, for each line, find the intersection of the college and your priority and rank it one through five. One means the college doesn't have squat for that priority. And five means that college is a top performer or trendsetter for this priority in question. Now, what you do next is fill all of the boxes in and you add up the totals going left to right for each college. And then see how many points each college racks up. And this will help you make your decision. Choice number five in the 10 things to consider when you're going to choose a college, future vision. Ask yourself this, where do you want to be in four years? And then will this school help you get there? And here's what you do. Write a letter to yourself four years in the future. So four years from today. And the letter tells where are you working? What are you doing? How have you changed? And then ask yourself how college fits into it. How did your college influence any of those choices and help you get to where you are four years from today? Number six, check job opportunities. You go to job fairs, career centers, internship opportunities, career events, any of this. How many events, promotions, and newsletter updates is a college putting out about jobs? Because the good colleges will not stop at just recruiting you. They're going to help you take the next step to finding a good career. And what they're going to do is host different companies at the college. And let's be honest, why wouldn't they? Because their reputation hinges on you using that little piece of paper called your degree with the college's name stamped on it to launch you into your first job and beyond. I mean, that's why you're going to college, isn't it? Number seven, compare financial aid packages. We've covered this on multiple episodes, but we can't stress this enough. Ask yourself this, how much money are colleges going to give you? Are there any other stipulations on the loan which you can try to negotiate? Does the college offer wiggle room or other incentives? Remember, episode one, I told you, you are the prize. Treat yourself like the reward and the colleges got to come to you and make you want to go there. Number eight of our list of 10. There's a little thing I call the time travel method. And what you do is you go find alumni on LinkedIn from colleges you're thinking about attending. You connect with these alumni and then you ask them what they would have done differently if they could rewind time. Questions like, would they still go to that college? 
Now, if you get enough feedback, you may save yourself thousands of dollars in tuition from making the wrong choice. You see, when you interview the alumni and ask them what they do differently, what they do the same, what they liked about a college, it helps you time travel to the future to see if it's worth making the choice. Connecting with the alumni puts you in view of another network, by the way, the Alumni's Job Network. You see, there's a college alumni and then there's corporate alumni. So a guy who graduated from Purdue 10 years ago, for example, or a woman who graduated from Purdue 15 years ago are both going to be in the Purdue Alumni Network. They're just in different classes. And these people may have also worked at, say, Chase Bank. So now you've got two people who went to Purdue, different, different age groups and different classes, but they both worked at Chase and they both graduated from Purdue. So what you do is you connect with these people and now you've got access or potential access to dual networks. So if you could take it a step further and find all Purdue alumni who worked at Chase, now you could see if this is a viable path for you. And if you play your cards right, you may even get referral referral interviews. Since people tend to hire others who are like them, you'll oftentimes see a slew of people from one college going into a job and more of the college graduates funnel in there simply by the association from the college and the alumni group. Now here's a perfect example of the power of an alumni group. Harvard Business Review did a study, and they found people who invested money placed more and larger bets on companies connected with their colleges than others did. Some of the investments even performed better than other investments not connected to their college. So what this means is the fund managers spent more time, more money, and more resources on companies connected with their alma mater. This, my friends, is the power of the alumni network. List number nine, visit the school. This will help you soak in the environment, check out the culture, and see if this is a place you want to spend the next four years of your life. Remember, two people can visit the same college, go to the same areas, do the same things, and have vastly different experiences. And remember, your gut doesn't lie. So check out the campus if you can and let your inner voice tell you the truth. Let it guide you to the right decision. And finally, we cover this a bit in option eight. This is the 10th and final option in the list of 10, connections and networking. Now I want you to think about when you go to a college Think about the people you could study with, the people you can learn new skills from, the people you may work with or network with when it's time to job hunt. Now, let me tell you a little story about the power of a network. In college, in my first year, I met a guy in my calculus classes. We also had other math classes together, but calculus is how we first met. And in the calculus class, I learned better study habits from him. He even pushed me to get better grades than I ever would have on my own. I also helped him with certain shortcuts, tips, and tricks for studying. Well, over time, we became friends, and eventually, through him, I met my wife. And none of this would have ever happened if I didn't meet him through college math courses. And the story gets better. 
Years later, when I started Math Celebrity, he was the first one to take interest, and eventually, he flew out with me to various conferences to promote my website and test different features I built. And all of this comes from the power of networking. And finally, number five in option 10, look at Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. All of that got started at Harvard University. Because of the power of a network and a couple of guys and a couple of people that had the vision. And they were all together in the same college. So there you have it. It's the 10 steps to choosing the right college. Now, there's other tips, tricks, and secrets not covered in this podcast. And if you're interested, I've got a resource page to help you prepare and make the right decision for college. And what you do is you check out cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com. You'll find exam prep resources, financial aid resources, and other tips to help you prepare for college. Once again, I want to thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. That's all for this episode of College Prep Confidential. To discover how to give your student a better future by increasing financial aid, improving test scores, and reducing stress, visit our website at cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com.